What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Bacon on Everything podcast. I know I've been talking a lot about the MCU, and I feel like I've done a disservice to you guys by not talking about one of the most iconic movies in the MCU, or at least not talking about it really in depth. So today, this week, we're going to be talking about the Black Panther. So before we start, I'm just going to read a couple of uh, a little bit of information from the Black Panther film Wikipedia page. So, The Black Panther is a 2018 American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. It was produced by Marvel Studios and distributed by Disney, and it is the 18th film in the MCU. This film was directed by Ryan Coogler. Uh, It starred Chadwick Boseman. It had Michael B. Jordan in it, a couple of other characters um, that I can't even pronounce their names, to be honest with you. Anyways, this movie was deep enough into the MCU that it was now a part of phase three and i believe it was one of the first movies that was announced in phase three black panther also broke records by being a predominantly black cast at least in the mcu um we haven't seen that before in the past but that was one of its selling points and something that i'll definitely talk about later on in the episode so to start off the episode i wanted to talk about a couple of cons that were given about the movie um some critiques about the movie and how i think that they may affect the movie in a whole and then we're just going to get into why it's the most iconic movie at least in the series to me for my opinion um so some of the cons were the villain complex about mcu movies which is the idea that a lot of the time in mcu movies there are characters and then they're villains of their at least their standalone movie and maybe like in a sense of iron man there's a couple of standalone movies but essentially the main character and the villain are just dark and light versions of each other, if that makes any sense. So in the first Iron Man movie, we had Tony Stark, and then we had Obadiah Dane or Dane, whatever the hell his last name is. And essentially, it was just Iron Man in a darker suit, and that was a fight. So that's one of the cons that, or at least critiques that they have in this movie. With that being said, I mean, we're going to dive more into Killmonger, as I think he's the most... Uh, fleshed out character in this movie if not in the mcu when it comes to just one movie and the fact that he was wearing the same suit as the black panther that comes along because in the movie it's explained that the black panther is the the warrior of wakanda and how he is um like he's given the suit and he's given these powers and and so that's why at least in my mind that kind of takes away the idea of the villain complex Another, and this one I can't really defend, but another critique about the movie was its actual CG effects. Um, a lot of the scenes didn't look great when it came to C- when it comes to CG, and unfortunately, sometimes that happens. Sometimes, maybe budget-wise, we don't know, and I guess we never will unless somebody was to speak out about it. But for the most part, we're giving this uh, um, this critique about the movie and the CG and how they don't it doesn't look great a lot of the time and i think that's an honest critique and i think that's one that you can definitely take and agree with like i i agree there were some scenes in the movie that didn't look great especially considering how great some of the other scenes look like when you see wakanda for the first time and and even the livelihood in wakanda when you're going through the streets and stuff like that it's it's beautiful and it's one of the things that is capturing about this movie the the different kind of tech that um I'm going to forget her name. The tech that T'Challa's sister has, like how she deals with manipulating maps and stuff like that. And she has sand like that's all CG. 
and yet for some reason there are scenes like the final fight scene where we see not the greatest uh display of cg anyways another critique about this movie is that towards the end we get to a point where the plot starts becoming less and less cohesive um for example like killmonger's plan of this uh like the plan that he has at the end of the movie is to take three ships filled with Wakandan weapons to three central cities and then distribute them and and start a war against like for his people in hindsight i think they probably would have changed that plan a little bit or or even like let it happen to an extent so that we see it in like a sequel without killmonger and maybe that's how you get black panther to be more in the world and more in like new york city or london or toronto or whatever um but unfortunately we didn't get that so it kind of looks like kind of seems like from this master tactician that killmonger is we kind of don't get a great payoff to what his scheme was the whole time which i guess is the whole point of a movie like this like a superhero movie like you have the bad person and you have the good person and eventually the good person wins and the bad person's plan gets foiled and whatever um but that's a critique about this movie that a lot of people have and i totally get that the one critique that i personally have about this movie and i probably should have started off this episode by saying spoilers but the fact that we kill killmonger or i could have probably said that better but the fact that killmonger dies in this movie is kind of a like a disjustice in my mind injustice injustice in my mind about this character that's completely fleshed out like in my mind we haven't seen a character in one movie in one mcu movie that is fleshed out from beginning to end and we get this great arc of who he is and we get all of his reasonings behind everything that he does and we haven't really gotten that in a character in the mcu and the fact that we did only to lose him by the end of the of the movie um i think that's an injustice like we we have this great character and now we can't really go any further with him because we know that he died that being said who knows like it's the mcu many crazier things have happened loki has his own tv show who knows like it it's possibility but again i think that doing that in this movie kind of hurt in the end but who knows we did get in them like one of the best lines in anything i've ever watched and i'll talk about that later but from here i just want to jump into a couple of things that i thought were pros about this movie and i think it's something that we don't talk about a lot because this movie kind of came and went and unfortunately for that we we didn't take a grand step and look into the big picture and say like what did this movie do so a lot of this movie was championed by a lot of like african-american rights and african-american like there was a huge huge culture backing for this movie like i know when i was getting ready to watch this movie i saw everywhere like chris brown put on instagram like we need to show support for this movie we need to not pirate it if you see any movie or any pirate links for this movie report them like this movie we need to pay with our wallet essentially um and that's awesome like that's backing that we haven't seen for a lot of things and i thought it was awesome to see that with a movie of such high like stature and and the fact that like marvel put out this movie and then it was supported by the community so well with or without its like 
pro or con sorry with or without that like we went out we supported it just as much as we would support any other movie and i think that's awesome i think another thing about this movie that's great is its soundtrack like i think kendrick lamar executive produced the soundtrack but it is one of the best soundtracks for movie soundtracks for movies that i've ever seen in my life like the artists that we have on that on the soundtrack the songs that we have from back to front like you can listen to this album you can listen to the soundtrack in the movie the score is unbelievable and it's all just to champion african-americanism and i think that's probably one of the best things that they did was give this movie and all aspects of it to these creatives that have been waiting for an opportunity like this that have built up a name that's great enough that they can take over this kind of role and work their way through it and show all their talents like ryan coogler i believe was the guy who also directed and wrote fruitvale station and creed um he was an executive producer on creed 2 and he's also directing and writing black panther 2 which is um wait what he's writing space jam a new legacy as well anyways this is a man who clearly has made a statement to say i am going to work my ass off and promote anything i can that has to do with being an african-american and take that as seriously as possible and use my skills to promote that the the outside of this movie is great and i think that's what pushes it to iconic level that being said we also have the fact that this movie the movie itself is unapologetically african like you have characters that don't speak english they speak in tongues and clicks and that is african language like we have characters that have the huge spaced out lip ring which is also african like the garb that they're wearing is african the people the dancing the music it's all african like it's unapologetically african and i think that's something that we definitely have to praise the visuals of this movie are absolutely amazing um i think i touched on it earlier like some parts of the cg do look not as great but visually a lot of this movie is stunning even the colors that they use like his suit being like black and white for most of it or black and steel and then having this purple hue around it when he gets a lot of kinetic energy i think visually this movie is stunning and it's probably one of the greatest looking mcu movies i mean that being said it is one of the newer ones but even the costumes of the characters everything from the way that they're dressed that they look like hairstyles i mean i wanted for years for my hair to be like killmonger and i'm still working on it um once this quarantine is over i'm definitely going to dread it and get it to exactly what his hair is like but with that being said i i want to touch on the character of killmonger and how culturally and and just style wise and what he does and how like i've seen multiple multiple videos on people talking about how to get his hair i've seen multiple videos on people dissecting the way that he looks the way that he dresses like killmonger i think in this movie steals the show i think his character word for word like line for line everything that he does is one of the most solid characters in any mcu movie that we have and the fact that he's doing it for what before we had thanos like that is the most logical villain scheme quote-unquote villain scheme or reasoning behind this that's the most solid reasoning i've ever heard his whole thing is that 
Wakanda's out here living the best life. Wakanda has all the technology. They could rule the world. They could help the world. They could be creating hospitals and protecting their people. Like there's Africans all over the world being hunted down. There's Africans all over the world being treated differently. There's Africans all over the world that that aren't able to live a normal life. And yet Wakanda's sitting here with all this technology, with all this these weapons, the ability to help everybody. And yet, for some reason, they find excuse or a reason to keep to themselves, to stay at home, to, to not go out and help. And so his whole thing is, at least to the face of everybody, is that we could be helping our people. Like we're losing on all fronts. And yet you guys are here on your high horses and your high chairs to look down on the rest of the world when your people are out there dying and you're wasting all your technology in this place just to keep yourself safe. That paired with the fact that we find out later that his bloodline shows that he is able to challenge for the throne. Um, I know a lot of it seems a little bit weird, but essentially in this movie, if you are either a leader of one of the tribes that add up to be in Wakanda, or if you have blood ties to the royal family, they hold this challenge situation where people can challenge and that's what we get at the beginning of the movie i believe um so essentially you can challenge for the throne and if you win then you become the king of wakanda so with eric killmonger like we get this character who has both the reasons that he's seen in real life every day of his life and we get the fact that he's a rightful heir to the throne that pushes him and makes him decide that he is going to follow through with this plan of his to then take Wakanda and then use the power of Wakanda against the rest of the world to then protect his people and protect the African Americans and and I think that's one of the the most thought out themes or schemes or whatever you want to call it of a villain that we've seen in the MCU up until this day like I said Thanos comes afterwards and he has very well thought out and well reasonable plan like his whole thing is that the world the universe is overpopulated and it doesn't lead to anything being good for anybody but that's his reasoning for his idea killmonger has this different this different drive like he's seen the streets he's seen what happens to his people he's seen what happens to the people that he loves there's a scene when uh Eric Killmonger drinks the fruit that then gives you the Black Panther powers and and he goes into this dream world where when we talk in when we see the people talk to their ancestors. So because Eric Killmonger's ancestor, like his dad, was cut off from the rest of Wakanda, he didn't get to be in like the the Panther tree other side with his brother and with the other rulers and, and all his their family because he was essentially cut out. Um, I'm not going to do justice to the fact of how in-depth the thinking is behind all of this. The fact that because he was disowned and because he was murdered and all of that stuff, like he's separated from his ancestors. Like that in itself is such a theme that we don't see fully realized, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like in that movie, when it when you think about it, like the fact that he's separated from all his loved ones because he was dishonored and because he was pushed to the side and the fact that he was told that he wasn't Wakandan and all of that, like, that's a crazy idea to think of. But back to Eric Killmonger, 
when he has his visions of his ancestors because his dad was disowned he goes and sees his dad and his dad talks about like what it is to be wakandan and i was hoping that you would find my home and and then he says you have no tears for me and killmonger responds by saying people die like people die around here that's just what it is and and how that's numbed him to the sensation of of having people die and having loved ones die and and how he doesn't feel that anymore because he's grown up in an area where people die like that is one of the most in-depth character developments or character moments or or this thing that you you don't find in other characters in the mcu where they're so broken and battered from the moment that we meet them we kind of we kind of have to justify why he is the way that he is and and everything that he does is so understanding because if we were in that same situation and and we see it in modern day like this movie is clearly a commentary on what is happening in places like america like how the african-american population is being treated and and things like that and so them being able to take that and turn something out of it to give us a realistic character in killmonger is such a great feat um we have killmonger who's this great villain who's well thought out who has a decent enough plan i guess if you want to take the critiques about it and and run with that you have a decent enough plan or, or at least uh something to keep the plan moving so we have that character and and something i want to touch on that that makes this character so strong and makes this movie so strong is the fact that even in the 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 darkest parts of like or the worst parts i should say of like the action we still are thriving or, or waiting for the moments in which these characters start talking again um we're waiting for more scenes like the throne room where you have t'challa and killmonger and they're going back and forth and he's saying who am i like he's saying i have a right to this like my family has a right to this throne and yet we also have these scenes where for example in the very end which is what i was talking about earlier when i said one of my favorite lines one of my favorite lines in this movie and probably all the mcu and in a lot of movies that i've watched is the line in which after killmonger and uh the black panther t'challa have their fight and he ends up stabbing him in the chest and and he's like my dad always told me about the wakandan sunsets like he always told me that he would take me to see them and so t'challa takes killmonger and takes him to a cliff to show him the sunset and he t'challa knows that some of what at least some of what killmonger has said over this time and he knows that that's right we have the scene where he talks to his ancestors and he says that you were all wrong to do this like this was this was a child like you left the child behind and that just shows how wrong all of our ideals are and maybe we aren't the perfect civilization so then we get this moment where Killmonger and T'Challa are standing on the edge of this this cliff and he says he's talking about the sunsets and how beautiful they are and, and then T'Challa says like we can save you like we have the technology to save you like let me bring you back to the city let me save you and then we can make this all right and he says Killmonger says bury me with my ancestors who jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage like that line in itself is one of the greatest lines i've ever heard because we get this moment that you could tell that everything that this guy did everything that he was doing was to make some sense of this violence that he sees of his people like he knows 
that the people in Wakanda must be lost. It's like, it's like, um, like the, the problem with what he feels like he feels like he's been left out there by himself. And there's a line when he's talking to his dad and he says, well, maybe my people are lost and that's why they haven't come looking for us. Like maybe the Wakandans are lost and that's why they haven't come looking for us. Like he feels like his vocation to this life is to bring his people back to where he believes they should be that that there's no way that they know about us and they're just letting us suffer and then over time as he grows and and becomes a man he gets to see so many other things because he he talks about how he like being a navy seal and, and learning all these fight techniques and everything like that like he grows up and he's no longer naive and he knows that okay they're not lost they're just choosing not to come for us so i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna bring them here and we're gonna protect our people so we get that kind of character development with killmonger and then in turn because of who he is and, and how he acts in this movie and i think he's like i think he's the best acted character in this movie i think he's the most fleshed out character in this movie i think he he steals the show 100 percent but then we get this kind of character development for T'Challa in which he then knows that what his people have been doing over this long period of time and, and how they've been secluding themselves and not protecting their people and, and not protecting Africans and not going out there and protecting the world and, and helping, all of that he believes, okay, this what he's been saying, what Killmonger has been saying is right. We, he may not have gone about it in the right way so it's time for me to pick up the torch and go about it in the right way that in itself is more character development than we've seen from a lot of characters and we get this moment where T'Challa knows that what his father did was wrong and, and that how he did it was wrong and how he thought that this was the best decision and, and how now T'Challa doesn't understand how that's possible. But from this point on, he's going to start opening himself up to the world. He's going to start opening up the walls of Wakanda. He's going to start opening up their resources and, and their vibranium. And, and then we see Tony Stark's got a vibranium suit. Like it's, it's one of those movies where although standalone, there are, excuse me. Um, there are parts of it that, that then affect the future of the MCU. Um, we have characters that we learn to love. We have characters that we see grow. We have characters that we want to continue to see. Like, if there is any way that they can bring back Killmonger, I would pay. To just take my money. Just take my money. Bring back Killmonger. Do a standalone movie. Who knows? Who cares? Just give us more Killmonger because the iconic, like the the screen presence, the the way that he talks, the way that he acts, the, the character in which he is, like, that's something that we haven't seen fleshed out this hard before. And now that we have, like, it's kind of hard for us to go back. And that paired, like, what Killmonger did paired with the fact that now Wakanda is an open nation and they are willing to trade and help and support. Uh, we see in the mid credit scene that they are opening up their borders and then somebody makes a, a mention like what are a whole bunch of farmers gonna give us because they've they've been hiding themselves this whole time people think that wakanda isn't as like high tech as it is but now that they're open like it's they're willing to help they're willing to go out there and do the extra mile i think this movie changes a lot of the mcu for the better and it introduces us to a character that 
I mean, prior to this, I don't think I, like I didn't think that we needed a Black Panther movie until we watched it, and they gave us such a good character. Uh, my hope is that in the next one, we get more development from T'Challa, or we get more motivation behind his life, or more about politics and more about the parts of this movie that worked. Like if we could get better action scenes paired with more politics or more decisions and choices because ironically even though we have thor in the mcu t'challa is essentially the only king in the whole mcu like we we don't see anybody else that's in a place of power like he is like he can he can make decisions in a government scale like he could change the accords he could do whatever it takes but like now that he's part of the mcu and we have this character he's one of the characters that we can see two governing sides like we can see him as a king and we can see him as a warrior and i think both of those areas need to be flushed out in their fullest for this kind of a movie to work a couple of things that i just wanted to quickly mention was we had a lot of uh side characters that i thought were really well well portrayed uh lapita nwongo uh we had deny who's uh michonne from the walking dead like that whole the group of women i think they're called the adorables the admire something something with an a i can't really remember but anyways there's like a group of women that that are essentially the the king's protectors and i think that's such an awesome awesome idea like a group of women shaved heads no like love interest whatever just the absolute most badass warriors in the mcu and we see them in infinity war and we we see them in endgame and like they are in themselves an army and a force to be reckoned with like that's something that i think lends itself very well i think this is a super progressive movie i think the fact that they are a mainly black cast paired with the fact that they have such strength in numbers and they have strength in their characters and and strength in their woman characters like uh zuri i think is t'challa's sister and she's one of the best actors or like characters of this movie like that's in that's something that you don't see a lot in these mcu movies or or movies in general like this movie broke ground for what could be some of the most progressive movies for the mcu like if the next movie is just as progressive and just as hard-hitting as this movie and then and then we get shang chi like if they treat it with the same uh, love and attention then I, I can't see this going wrong for the mcu and I, I like the fact that they're willing to do these movies to show that they are appreciative to the minorities and, and to different cultures and different tribes and i think that's a great thing that would only happen with the success of this movie so those are my thoughts on the black panther um and why i believe that it's some of the best mcu storytelling and movie and characters i'd love to hear you guys thoughts if you want shoot me a dm comment let me know let me know what you guys think or if you think i'm completely off base let me know that too i mean i love having discussions about these kind of things uh if you want more content about mcu again please send me a dm please let me know i love doing these mcu videos or i love doing these mcu podcast episodes i i do get good traction on them and i i do love the mcu and i think that 
there's lots to delve into i just don't want to be beating a dead horse if that makes any sense uh so yeah shoot me a dm let me know and i thank you guys for listening as always that's me signing off and put bacon on everything